Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Welcome, everyone. I want to welcome you to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. This is a special live edition. But before I kick this off and tell you about this incredible woman who I am so honored to introduce you to, I want to give a shout out to Chris and Brian at the station right now because I cannot believe that, oh my God, I'm going to scare my guests right now. I cannot believe that I actually know that song that they played by Vanilla Fudge. Uh, those of you out there know what I'm talking about right before my show. So I, I'm probably dating myself, but I actually have one of the original Vanilla Fudge vinyl albums. All right, scaring my guest right now. Just absolutely, probably just, she's like, what the heck is she talking about? Yeah, maybe Brian will kick some of that vanilla fudge back up when we go to break. I well, sure will. Yeah, I mean, Brian, did I scare you a little bit there by knowing that? No, you didn't. You, you're right on top of things. Yeah, and uh, wasn't that the end of you keep me hanging on? That, that is correct. <laughs> oh, we're going to have some fun today. Here we go, everyone. You know... I think about my life and I think about where I am today and I think about the many people that I have come in contact with that have said yes to fulfill a dream to reach people all over the globe and to bring important information to them, information like you're going to hear today. And I want to give a shout out to Chris and to Brian and all the folks at WBLQ because this partnership that we have together and the folks in Westerly and Connecticut and New York that are listening to this and on the Internet everywhere. There's one thing I've learned over time, and that is that, you know, you gain the trust and the friendship of people that are willing to take a chance on you. And I think today's show with Sarah is going to be about that as well. You know, what is it that we could know for another person? How can we help another person? How can we look at our lives and think, I should be doing more? I must do more. And today's show is about that. I am so thrilled to introduce you to someone that you are going to hear an awful lot about. We did a show not too long ago, and it was called... Uh, I actually picked this show title based on Kelly Clarkson's new song, What What Doesn't Kill You Makes You Stronger. And my mother used to say that to me, and I thought, wow, how does one's life get twisted and turned? Well, my guest, Sarah Deanna, overcoming childhood poverty, tragedies, turned her life around, graduated with honors, put herself through college, fin finishing way ahead of, uh, of the team, went on to become an international, and I'll say this, high fashion model and what that means you're going to hear about today 
you know, she's walked the runway with some of the biggest names you can imagine coming off the uh, the uh, Academy Awards, the Oscars last night. Of course, you've heard some of these names, uh, Dolce and Gabbana, Versace, um, Vogue. We can go on and on. She has represented a cross-section of our culture that is so well-known that some of the highest-rated reality shows on television right now have to do with fashion. And by the way, it doesn't stop there. Every time you turn around, every new season, there is a new show on fashion. But her first book, Model Skinny, is going to be published by our friends at Hay House because they are the people that know the power of this message and what this young lady's story is all about. Beyond wise, Sarah has stepped into what we call her yes. And not only is she being featured in this phenomenal book that's coming out, but she's part of the Hay House platform. You know, she's part of the people that are going to go to San Jose, March 17th, uh, May 17th, uh, well, it's March 17th through, through 18th, and really stand up and bring a powerful message. So what is it about Model Skinny? What is it about this book? What is it about that Louise Hay sees in the power of this message? Well, it's about health. It's about fitness. It's about five simple keys to finding your own supermodel power, whether you're skinny or otherwise. Now, my story is I watched my sister uh, grow to be about 500 pounds and die on the floor of a hospital because they couldn't turn her over uh, to give her oxygen. You know, I've watched so many of my nieces, uh, you know, their their cousins suffer with uh eating disorders and otherwise trying to fit into that I I don't know like size minus one dress I personally never had to worry about that I popped out as a 14 and pretty much stayed that most of my life but I'm here now today to introduce you to an extraordinary woman we've got a lot to talk about on the show we're going to go over the five keys we're going to find out exactly who Sarah Deanna is Sarah welcome to the show it is an honor to have you here Pat thank you so much and my condolences about your story, about your sister and everything, um, but thank you so much for having me here. You know, I want to ask you the question that I ask everyone. I've asked just about everyone that I've ever interviewed um, on the show, and it's this. You know, given your life journey, given what your soul has brought you to do, Sarah, what are some of the challenges? What are some of the obstacles you've had to overcome to bring you to this very moment? I think Cheryl Richardson, she was on your show last week, and yes. um, they did a book recently, and I think that's probably, they talked about beliefs and how your beliefs and what you believe about yourself and about your life and about your past and about your childhood and about everything determines how you live your life. And I think all, I had so many beliefs built up in my head from my childhood about my body that came from my mother or whoever, and once I was able to release those beliefs and change those beliefs if they weren't serving me in a positive way, I think that's how I overcame. I think that's how everyone needs to overcome whatever it is in their life that they need to overcome. That's a challenge for them. Mm. What was it like? Uh, let's talk a minute. Let's set the stage for this if we could, Sarah. What, what was it like, this journey that you took to become a supermodel? You know, what was it like early in your life? When did you discover or decide that you were going um, uh, down the path and this was something that you, would, you were passionate about? How were you, quote, as they say, right, discovered? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> exactly. Um, I went to school. I finished school early. I went to college, and I moved to California. I wanted to go to UCLA. I was this determined young lady, and <clears throat> I wanted to prove something to the world, I suppose, from growing up, you know, with a feeling that I wasn't good enough and feeling that I had this chip on my shoulder all the time. So I was, I was proving myself left and right, but I never felt good enough. I moved to California. I was going to go to UCLA to business school. I was still really young. And um, it was in California at a Starbucks where a photographer approached me and he told me that, you know, you have the potential and all this stuff. And um, I was nowhere near, A, I did not have the body that I have today, and I was nowhere near confident or secure um, or anything that I am today. And But he believed in me. And then my agents believed in me and everyone believed in me, and it was amazing. And from there... I almost immediately went to New York, and they threw me right into doing New York Fashion Week, Milan Fashion Week, and Paris Fashion Week, and I had no confidence, no idea what I was doing, um, but people believed in me, and it was amazing, and they believed in me, and I believed in myself because of that belief in me. So what is it like to to step into that world where... Uh, you are being judged 24-7. I mean, let's be realistic about this. I mean, all of these fashion shows and these things we see on television, they sort of glorify, you know, the profession. I think the, the only expose I've ever seen was, I, I mean, you know, was the movie that uh, Angelina jo- Jolie did about Gia. Right. Uh, but what is it like to 24-7 to be under the microscope? Because isn't that really what, that, what you were doing, really? Yeah, I love this question, actually, and I love how you started the show because um, that Kelly Clarkson song, What Doesn't Kill You Makes You Stronger, it's so true because either, and that's the problem, I think, with the industry is that a girl either can tolerate all that and it makes her stronger because she realizes that these people all have their own opinion and everybody has their own opinion and you can't let that get to you and you have to really be strong in yourself and your mind and in the way that you, you take these criticisms um, you either take it positively or you take it negatively or you turn it around, you spin it. And so I thank God every day that I was able to spin all this criticism. I mean, I've, told, I've been told so many things I can't even imagine. <laughs> A lot of them are in the book, but it's funny. I mean, I've been told I'm definitely not pretty, very strange looking, and on and on and on I could go. <laughs> so... Well, let, let me ask you one specific question, because this is a term we hear a lot in the fashion industry. And, and, you know, this conversation with you is, of course, to set a background about why you have come out and created the book that you've created. The term androgynous. I mean, we have heard this on fashion shows, on uh, America's Next Model, you name it. And many people are confused by the term. But, you know, some say that you represent that more than most of the models. You represent being able to go on both sides of the, 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 what's this called, the gender curve, so to speak. Has anybody ever said that to you? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, they, and they love to make me look like a guy. And I, I, I sort of resent it at times because, you know, every woman wants to feel beautiful and sexy, you know, and I want to, of course, I want to be this Victoria's Secret girl that, you know, or swimsuit Sports Illustrated girl that with, you know, flowing long, gorgeous hair and this beautiful makeup. But for some reason, 
they always want to make me look edgy and hard and like a guy. They want to slick my hair back and, you know, put sometimes even in very male-looking inspired clothing. Um, but it's cool. Like, at the end of the day, it's so cool because you realize that, like, today anyone can put on those extensions and all these things and tons of makeup or whatever, but maybe not everyone can look like a guy. So, you know, it. It has its positives. I think it's really fun, and I do really love it. And I, and I can go both ways. I just often get chosen to look like a man. <laughs> well, I have to tell you, you inspired me. I'm going to make. I'm gonna, before we go to break, I'm going to make like a true confession here, and then I don't know that I'll send you a picture of it. But there's one of the photos as I was getting ready for the show, and I saw of you, and it, you know, it, it has your blonde hair, and it has it pushed back, and it's slicked back, and it is one of these pictures, right? Huh? And so I recently uh, got a new hairstyle, which is also blonde. And so what I did over the weekend, just so you know, I did exactly, almost exactly that hair, that hairstyle you, you have. It's the one, the picture of you in the black cape, so to speak. It's a oh, black yes. Cape. I love yeah. it. I love, love it. That. Yay. Love that picture. So I did that with my hair and I went out in public. And uh-huh. And, you know, like at my age, when you do something like that, you wonder what your friend's going to say. I had more compliments on that. Yay. than. But I have to tell you, and this is really what I want to talk about when we come back from break. Uh-huh. It was so hard for me from a self-esteem and a self-worth point of view just right. to do that. I, I want to talk when we come back about what it is about self-esteem, about self-worth that really does get challenged in our pop culture. Because I'll tell you, it was scary for me to do that. I didn't know what people would say. You know what I'm saying? I can only yeah. imagine what your life is like day to day for those of you out there we're going to take a short break when we come back five keys to your supermodel body skinny and otherwise but more importantly five keys to you stepping into your full beautiful power because what sarah diana has done is she's created an opportunity to say you know what you are okay you are beautiful you are just right stay tuned we'll be right back with the dr pat show Herbs, a quirky company that believes Mother Earth gives us everything we need to heal our bodies naturally. We believe if you can't put it in your body, you shouldn't be putting it on your body. Our beautiful face creams and body salves are a treat for your skin and your soul. Our baby products are delightfully effective and non-toxic. You can find our products online at anagallis.com or call our master herbalist 925-337-5229. Anagallis Herbs. If you can't put it in your body, you don't put it on your body. Call the Oprah of radio by her listeners. Award-winning host Dr. Pat Basile is blowing the doors off of traditional talk radio. Get ready for an energizing delivery and powerful interviews with leaders in the field of human potential. Dr. Pat's fresh new perspective on living life full out has catapulted her show to the top of talk radio. 
Tune in and Dr. Pat will help you thrive instead of merely survive. Visit thedrpatshow.com. That's T-H-E-D-R-Patshow.com for listening times in your area. Steak Medical Center is where you find it all. A healthy space with doctors who care, see, and listen to the whole you. Hi, this is Dr. Darvish. If you have not found an answer to your chronic symptoms, you will find answers here at Holistic Medical Center. Our doctors find the root cause of your symptoms and guide your body towards healing naturally. We transform lives from within. Visit us at drdarvish.com. That's D-R-D-A-R-V-I-S-H.com. Hey, Mary, I haven't seen you in so long. You look so different. What happened to your glasses? Did you have surgery? Whoa, I never noticed how blue your eyes are. No, I didn't have surgery, and I don't have to wear glasses anymore. I searched the internet, and I found a website. It's called bettereyesightnow.com. It is the best thing I have ever done. There's a program called Regaining Your Vision Naturally. And, oh, by the way, it helps reduce stress. You should check it out. And you might be able to get rid of your glasses. Go to bettereyesightnow.com. 1230 WPLQ. Sing it with me. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Sing what? it with me, baby. Let's hear a little bit more of that, Brian. And when her youthful world was about to fall in, ah. each time her slender shoulders bore the weight of all her fears and a sorrow. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Wow, Sarah Deanna joining me here today. I mean, you hear that song? Can you relate to that at all, Sarah? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that song, I don't know. Can we play Nicki Minaj? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What do we want to hear with Nicki? <laughs> <laughs> I love Nicki. You know, let's talk about this. Five keys to your supermodel body, skinny and otherwise. But more importantly, you know, how does one go from being, you know, scrutinized 24-7 under the microscope? How did you keep your self-esteem intact or did you? Um, at first, you know, it was a learning lesson. And but when I realized that basically every model, we're all the same and we're all people and we're all, you know, in this world together and have the same self-esteem issues and everything else, it made it a lot easier because you sit in these castings and these jobs and runways backstage and whatever, and you see every girl is nervous. Every girl is has self-doubt and, you know, doesn't think they're pretty enough or good enough or their bodies, you know, so many girls think their bodies aren't great, even in the modeling world. Um, and so once I realized that, and then... I don't know, you just embrace that. And then once you're able to do that, you really can move on above that and and start to change the way that you think about things and the way that you receive compliments and criticism. So... What I wanted to ask you about is, I mean, you know, you are in an elite club, as one would say. Um, uh, you know, Linda, who set this interview up, has a niece that's uh, six feet, uh, doesn't want to stand up straight. Uh, beautiful girl. Um, went down the path of modeling. Just wasn't for her. Uh, 
and very self-conscious of, of her body. You know, this message you have, the five keys to your supermodel body, skinny and otherwise. What was your vision for this? Why did you want to come out and be a spokesperson for this? What was it that, that sort of motivated you or pulled your soul forward? It's funny you say that she started modeling and she realized it wasn't for her. Um, I think the same thing happened with me. (laughs) (laughs) I stayed in it, though, and that's what enabled me to find this passion of mine and this book that we're talking about now, which was, you know, modeling. I didn't I wasn't that I loved it. And I definitely don't think I'm a natural. I definitely don't think I definitely was not born a supermodel. Supermodels are not born. and I wasn't natural at all with the walking, with the posing, with anything. I was so awkward. I felt so stupid and <laughs> seriously. But, um, you know, eventually just like anything else that you do over and over and over again, you get good at it. You, it's inevitable. And so that's how it happened. That's how I started doing it. And the keys and the book and all that came because as I was traveling all around the world and living in different model apartments and interacting with different people, they would find out I'm a model or the other models in the model, model apartment, you know, would have it, the agency would maybe say something about their weight or someone else would say something about their weight or they were just self-conscious about it. And I just became the go-to girl because everybody knew that I was healthy and I was thin and I didn't have a problem. And, and so that's how it happened. I just, People started talking to me, and I became so passionate about it. And I was always passionate about health and fitness anyways. And so that's how it developed. And more and more, I just saw that there was a need for this when I would meet somebody, and they'd find out I'm a model. And then the first question that most models get asked is, you know, oh, my God, how do you stay so skinny? What do you do? Do you eat? And, uh, yes, models eat. And and the main, main uh, reason I think that really solidified the book for me was I went camping with my nieces and nephews back in Oregon, where I'm from, and we were camping. We were in our swimsuits, swimming and boating and everything, and the next morning, I was eating my breakfast and eating my lunch or whatever, and I always just pay attention to what people eat because I, I'm fascinated with the fact that... Um, I notice all the time that most people who weigh more and who are unhappy with their weight usually honestly eat uh, eat less than I do and eat less than most skinny people. And there's a doctor, actually, Dr. Barnard, who actually even talked about this in one of his books, how, you know, most overweight people actually eat less than skinny people. And so, anyway, my niece wasn't eating, and, and eventually I asked her, you know, why aren't you eating? And she said to me, because I want to be skinny like you, Aunt Sarah. Wow. And Yeah, it devastated me. It really did. And it made me realize that, okay, she's very, very, very young, and she already has this idea in her head, and people need to know that you can be skinny or whatever body you want. You really can have it, and you can do it in a healthy way. And uh, so that's how it happened. That's how it started. Mm. You know, let's, uh, isn't it interesting how, you know, a light bulb goes on all of a sudden? And, you know, you see what the outside world, you know, especially from a loved one, from a relative like that, you know, where they're shining the light and they're saying, I want to be like you. And I will go to any extent to do that. See, that's the other part, isn't it? Right. Yeah. It's not just like I want to be like you, um, Aunt Sarah. I want to be like you. And you know what? If I don't have if I don't eat for five days so that I could be like you, that's going to be okay. And your message is very different than that, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it is. So it's, let's uh, talk. Yeah, go ahead. No, I like that you set me up. It's good. <laughs> yeah. 
I love this. We're going to have a great time. I, I see this as a burgeoning relationship from this point on. I may okay. even send you the picture of my hair. Uh, yeah. but, you know, but the, 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 this is it. And then hence the five keys. You know, how did they come to you? And let's just let's just give everybody an overview first about what the five keys are and, you know, what the goal is for people in, to, in embracing them. Right. The five keys, okay, so the five keys are the body of the book, and it basically is five things that I saw repeated over and over again through my research and all my interviews with doctors and scientists and people when I embarked on this journey of writing this book and all the passion that I had for health and fitness. And you would see a few things repeated over and over again, diet and exercise. Everybody hears about diet and exercise all day long, something new every day. So that those are obviously two keys. Um, Another one that affects your weight that we hear about but not as often is stress. Stress, you know, elevates your hormones, causes weight gain, lots of other bad things that stress does. Um, not sleeping is another one. And, uh, again, same thing, hormones mm-hmm. elevated. And, um, and then there was another one, which the Hay House family, I, most of, I think I got this from a lot of their books and a lot of their authors, which is self-awareness. Mm-hmm. And when I realized that self-awareness and self-consciousness, if you look it up in the dictionary, are actually one of the same word. And models, contrary to what people think, are probably the most self-conscious people on the planet. And so I developed those five keys, so self-awareness, sleep, stress, exercise, and eating, and I analyzed what it is about models and what we do and how we perceive these keys and what we think about these keys and what it is about our lifestyles and what we do and how, how can I teach these five keys, which have been repeated a million times by everybody, and everybody talks about it all the time, and obviously something isn't working. How can I look at the healthy models that are in the industry and and explain these five keys in a way that makes sense and that is correct? And so I interviewed doctors, scientists. I, 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 just, I love it. I'm passionate about it. And I developed the five keys around basically how a model perceives these keys. Well, let's talk about, you know, let's talk about um, uh, one or two of these for a minute before we go a break. Actually, let's talk about one of them. I want to start out with sleep. Um, okay. And the reason that I want to start out with sleep is because I, I imagine you, I mean, I see you out there going from, you know, shoot to shoot, getting things done. I, I can't even, I, I can't imagine you sleeping. I don't know when supermodels sleep. I mean, I really don't, you know, based on the perception we have about you. So it's got to be one of the toughest things, I think, to think about, right? If you're going from here to there to there to here, do supermodels really sleep? Absolutely. The funny thing is, the one time that we lose the most sleep is probably during Fashion Week because Fashion Week's... They go crazy, and you go from New York, Milan, Paris, London, you know, you go all over. Now people are going to um, China's big now. Yeah. Um, so you go, and it's one week, and it's crazy. You're doing fittings and shows, and you, you really, that's the only time that you really, like, really, really, really lose a lot of sleep. Um, but we are making up for it. It's hilarious because I have pictures of girls backstage, I want to say at Dolce Gabbana show or somewhere, sleeping, like, behind their rack, you know, and they're <laughs> out after they like had their hair and makeup or after you wait because there's a lot of waiting that goes on um in my industry 
or there's a lot of, you know, we're sitting in hair and makeup for hours, so girls will doze off or whatever. It's really catching up anytime we can. <laughs> um, also, just prioritizing sleep. You know, once at night, people think there's also a lot of parties during Fashion Week, and most models don't really go to those parties, not the working models, um, because we need to sleep. And we need to sleep not only just for our health and everything else, but we look at it like we need to sleep because if we don't sleep, we're going to look like crap and we need our beauty sleep. Yeah. You know, this is so fascinating. My dad was a truck driver, just so you know. You and I come from pretty much uh, the, the, you know, very close uh, childhood events. <laughs> you, you know, yeah. the whole poverty thing. I was homeless at 17. You know, I, I mean, here's the deal. You know, my dad taught me about how to find time to sleep. He used to, you know, hop in the back of his big 18-wheeler, and so we were immersed in it. But one of the things my dad didn't teach me very well, because as truck drivers would do, is what it means to eat in a healthy way. When we come back, Sarah is going to share with us what she discovered about the food industry, what she discovered about eating, what are the myths behind becoming a supermodel, and by the way, you know, is there a supermodel in every one of us? Let's take a short break. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. My very special guest is great book, everybody. Get ready to get a copy of it very soon. Sarah Deanna joining us. We'll be right back. Seattle, February 16th through the 20th for the 20th annual Women of Wisdom Conference. The theme is Radiate the Divine Feminine. Our world is ready. Our featured guests are Jean Houston, Jean Shinoda Bolin, Imsara, Yubaka Hill, and Naomi Tutu. Join Women of Wisdom for experiential life-changing workshops and evening presentations to inspire you. You can choose to attend the whole weekend or individual events. No charge for visiting. Daily activities such as the Goddess Market, Art Show, Tea House, and receive a reading or a healing at the temple. Are you ready to join a community of women who support each other in their journey to discover and develop their passions and purpose in life? Women of Wisdom is the place to be this February 16th through the 20th. Go to womenofwisdom.org to discover all the diverse offerings Women of Wisdom has to offer you. See you there. How would you like increased health and vitality? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural process. Every day we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. I'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health. Contact me now at maryjanemack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit maryjanemack.com. Reservage Organics offers you the most advanced anti-aging product available. Our organic-based resveratrol formula, brought to you from the heart of our exclusive vineyards in southern France, has been clinically proven to reactivate your longevity gene and help preserve your youth. 
By including Reservage Resveratrol in your daily regimen, you can enhance cardiovascular function, metabolism, mental acuity, and collagen production. If you want to regain your youthful radiance and enhance your longevity, do so with the world's finest Resveratrol from Reservage Organics. Why wait? Visit your local retailer and start the anti-aging process today. Reservage Organics, committed to the extension of youth naturally. Available online at Reservage.com and at the Vitamin Shop, Vitamin World, and Whole Foods Market. Visit Reservage.com and feel vitality today. everyone for more information about the dr pat show and transformation talk radio you know what and if you've missed any part of this interview this should be up in a couple days you can go to transformationtalkradio.com check it out if you want to find out more about the dr pat show just go to drpatlive.com and check that out uh it is really an honor and a privilege for me to be able to have this conversation with uh sarah diana of course the five keys to your supermodel body skinny or otherwise you know her book model skinny is coming out we're talking about the five keys we're talking about her journey and you know why it is so important for someone such as sarah to become a spokesperson for this because yeah that has been her journey. She has been in the world of high fashion. She knows what it's like to be a supermodel. She knows what it's like about the challenges as well as what the influence is right now of the fashion industry, of models on the young people in our culture. Sarah, again, thank you so much for joining us here today. When can people expect the book? Um, we're publishing it next year. I'm, I'm praying maybe sooner than that, but um, right now our publishing date is next year. All right. Well, you know, I'm going to pray with you because I think we need to get this book now. Yeah, I agree. It yeah. needs... Exactly. Amen. Yeah, yeah <laughs> amen. Hallelujah. I, I'm right there with you. Um, let's talk about food. Let's talk about food for a minute. And let's talk... Let's start with uh, kind of exploring the world that um, you come from. There are many myths about it, many things that people believe, just like your niece. So can you shine the light on this? I mean, you know, do we find uh, supermodels sitting in a corner somewhere, you, you know, gouging themselves with a half a chocolate cake? Or on the other hand, going for days of not doing anything but drinking water? We eat chocolate cake. We don't usually gorge on it. That's the difference, though. We eat it if we want it, we have it. And, um, and it's the gorging on it or the overeating of it when it occurs when you don't allow it. 
And, um, and so that's one thing for sure. I think models eat everything. I think that there's no certain diet. You know, you can have chocolate or McDonald's or whatever. You shouldn't have it every day. Models don't have it every day, but they have it if they want it. And that's, I think that's one of the huge keys for sure in life, in anything. You know, you can't restrict something because it just makes you want it more. Uh, so yes, models definitely eat chocolate cake and, and they eat at McDonald's and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you got some pictures of that in there. Well, you know, let's talk about this idea that this book is for people that are um, uh, all shapes and sizes. Let's talk about that. Uh, you've interviewed a lot of people. You pulled a lot of information together. You know, what is it that, do you have any unexpected things that you found out that you're, you're excited to share with us today? Unexpected things, like what do you mean? Well, like for me, eating the chocolate cake was a bit unexpected. I, I, you know, I mean, we don't really think about supermodels doing that. Um, You know, what is it that you've discovered from interviewing these doctors around health and metabolism? And, you know, what really is the key to implementing this in our lives? Every time I learn some new statistic or watch some new talk or talk to some doctor or, you know, some scientist or something, it fascinates me because... It's things like what I said earlier about eating is that um, people who weigh more usually eat less than skinny people. That is that is huge. Like people don't realize that, but that is that is so wow. And then the other thing that recently that I read that I learned, which I sort of knew about too, was how ineffective exercise actually is in your overall body weight. Exercise, I believe in exercise. I don't believe that you have to go to the gym and things like that. I believe in exercise because it feels good to your body, but exercise we do all the time anytime we walk anytime we're burning any types of calories that's exercise any body movement is exercise and um but doctors do say how i mean some scientists that i've i've recently been reading about talk about how ineffective exercise is on your overall body weight which just tells you again that you can't think in your brain Oh, well, I'm never going to have my body that I want in my dreams, whatever it is. If you want a skinny body like a model or if you want a different body, whatever that is that you have in your brain that you want that is your ideal. And if you tell yourself, well, I don't have time to go to the gym or I hate exercise, so therefore I'm never going to have this body, that's, it's not true. You can and you don't have to exercise and you don't have to go to the gym. You just have to realize that you exercise and move all the time. And so what I, yeah, what I hear you saying is that if we were more focused on that, for example, you know, you go into your office building every day instead of taking the elevator, walk up the stairs. Yeah, I love that one. I mean, it's so easy. It's so easy. And even if you're on an escalator, this is one thing that makes me crazy, but if you're on an escalator, just walk up the escalator. It's already taking you up. You know, if you can, but it, it's anytime. You don't even have to so much make that effort. It's, it's uh, even making the, even your brain making the connection that you're doing an exercise. There was a Harvard study actually that they did on cleaning people at a hotel. And um, they told the people, the cleaning crew, how many calories they were burning by doing their jobs, like how many calories they were doing vacuuming and washing the dishes and cleaning the walls. And these cleaning crew people actually ended up losing body weight, uh, their blood pressure dropped, a, a ton of other amazing statistics. and. That was just because they didn't change anything else. It's just that they were made aware. There's awareness, the first key. They were made aware of the fact that they were burning calories. And another, and they had a, another, um, another group of house, clean, house people who didn't know 
about this, didn't know that they were burning calories, saw no changes at all. That was fascinating for me. That is fascinating. That's a fascinating study. Isn't the mind a powerful thing? I mean, that's really what you're talking about. Just that little bit of information for people uh, had something. They actually got to rewire their brain in in essence, right? Right, yeah. And it's just, and it's that simple. And the funny thing is, is and I use models as an example, because a lot of models are actually really lazy. But they, they think, or they say, you know, oh, well, I do this, and so therefore I get plenty of exercise, you know, because I I walk. You know, we walk to our castings a lot in New York City and stuff and in Paris and everywhere else. There are, a lot of times we're walking, taking the metro. It's much faster than, you know, taking a car or any other, any other means of transportation. And so they walk. It's true. They are walking, so they don't need to go to the gym. But there's so many other things, too, shopping and even as a model, you know, we're posing and we're walking on the catwalk. It's burning calories every time. And... That's they think about exercise that way, and most people don't think about exercise. People only think about exercise as literally going to the gym, lifting weights, or running, or doing something else that most people don't like to do. You know, this is kind of interesting because there's another myth out there about models, uh, and especially supermodels. And one of the myths is that you all are discouraged from doing any quote weight training. That it's not really fashionable for you to show up showing defined muscle. Is that true or not? <laughs> um, A tricky question, right? Yeah. Well, no. See, and actually, you're right. And you're you're right. You're wrong. You don't want to have bulky muscles if you're a high fashion model for the most part, because you know, ideally, most uh, designers want that more slender physique. Right. Right. So, yeah, right. you don't want to be lifting weights. Now, the thing is that most people think if they lift weights, they're going to bulk up. But that's right. not true. And it's your mind connection. Because lifting weights is actually really important for your body, for your skeletal structure, for your muscles, for everything. Yeah, so, and you're, you're absolutely right about that. It's, it's even very, very important, especially as you get older, for your human growth hormone. You, we're finding out lots about the human growth hormone and how important it is. And that as you get older... Um, that you don't have to go through that experience and you don't have to take injections if you create a way to build muscle. And what, you're, what I hear you saying, Sarah, is that, you know, in the industry that you're in, you know, you folks are way more active than most people think. Right. In your day-to-day. And I love that story about the cleaning folks because they probably went around their day didn't really think very much about how hard they're working. And, you know, in the end, there they were, and you put a little information in there. It's almost like it, you kind of gave their self-esteem a little boost that they were doing something right in a job that they have. Exactly. And, you know, anyone can use that. And I explain how a model does, and I put you into that model's head about how we think about, you know, exercise. But anyone, you're a stay-at-home mom. Do you, a stay-at-home moms, you know, they, they do so much around the house, cleaning, whatever, running around, chasing kids, all that, that they're burning so many calories. And even someone who has an office job, you know, I'll teach you ways and little things in the book that, you know, if you are sitting all day, because we're sitting a lot too, we're sitting a lot in hair and makeup. I sat one time five hours getting my hair done. Five hours. I wanted to kill myself. Um, <laughs> so there's things you do. We fidget or we tap our foot or whatever. This burns calories, legitimate calories that have been proven over and over again. So it's just, it's fascinating. It really is. And the more you learn these things and just know them and learn how to think about them and ingrain them in your head, it's, 
I don't know. It's amazing. It really is. Yeah, you know, when we come back from break, we're going to talk more about self-awareness. It's so important. But, you know, you guys, you know, I have to tell you, you must be some of the most patient people on the planet. Five hours for hair? Wow. I mean, somebody really needs to, you know, put you on a patient barometer to see how absolutely uh, amazingly flexible you are to be able to sit there. I have five hours in the chair. Are you kidding? If it takes my hairdresser more than 20 minutes, I'm already ready. I'm ready to leave. I'm out the door. Let's take a short break, everybody. Sarah Deanna joining us here today. Wow. Hayhouse.com is the website you're going to want to go to to find out about the I Can Do It Ignite, all the different events that Sarah's going to be at. And as she said, the book will be coming out shortly, hopefully sooner than later. Let's take a short break when we come back. How self-aware are you? Are you aware of the fact that you can change your life? Are you aware of the opportunity? Stay tuned. We'll be right back. glow on at the 24th annual Northwest Women's Show, March 2nd through the 4th at the CenturyLink Event Center in Seattle. Don't miss three days of live broadcasting with Dr. Pat and some of her amazing guests. Stop by the booth and meet with Dr. Pat. And don't miss the Spirited Awakening Fair with Dr. Pat and Friends Sunday, March 4th from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. Can't make it to Seattle? Catch our broadcast on TransformationTalkRadio.com. All right, everybody. We'll see you there. Eight out of ten people suffer from chronic lower back pain. Are you one of them? Finally, a simple, inexpensive way you can stop the pain at home. It's called the Vacupractor. The Vacupractor's unique patented method uses vacuum pressure and leverage targeting only the lumbar region. You'll get guaranteed results or your money back. And it's far less than a trip to the doctor's office. Finally, a back pain treatment that works. For more information about the Vacupractor or to order yours, call 800-676-9320 or visit vacupractor.com. We are living in a time of great challenges and greater opportunity for transformation. The good news is that public awareness of the need for change is also growing exponentially. More than ever, your transformative message is needed to empower millions across the globe. Hi, I'm Dr. Pat, host of The Dr. Pat Show, and I'm excited about announcing an unprecedented opportunity for growth as we expand our broadcast by launching Transformation Talk Radio and the Transformation Network. Join me and a team of amazing people and host your own show on Transformation Talk Radio. Get ready to expand your horizons, tap into the best listeners anywhere, and join one of the most positive and expansive networks today. Historically, there came a time when the boundary of water was transcended as man developed the boat, and the barriers of water became freeways. Join Dr. Pat as she launches this exciting venture. To host a show, call 1-800-930-2819 or email host at transformationtalkradio.com. Imagine a chocolate so decadent that you'd never believe it could be good for you. Align your inner bliss with Mother Nature's magic. The power of cold-pressed cocoa by Shasai, the healthy chocolate. Shasai is everything you ever dreamed healthy should taste like. We combine unprocessed cocoa with acai and blueberry for an unbeatable high-oxidant powerhouse. Shasai, the healthy chocolate. Visit us at lifesaverchocolate.com or call 888 287-2011. 
Ladies, are you living an inspired life? Do you yearn for a more passionate, dream-filled life? Here's Linda Joy, founder of Aspire Magazine, and she has a gift for you. Aspire has launched its Mission to Inspire initiative with a commitment to give away 100,000 one-year digital subscriptions to women around the globe. Every subscription comes with a multitude of free gifts from our team inspiration partners. To claim it all, go to AspireMag.net today. No purchase necessary and live an inspired life. 1230 WBLQ. everybody welcome back welcome back to the dr pat show special edition because we have a very special guest uh a young woman that you know as we say on the show and we've been doing a lot of themes around this what it means what does it mean to stand in your yes you know what does it mean to stand in your yes well it means a lot of different things to a lot of people but what it really means is it having a voice for the things you believe in to be able to take that voice then and share that with people so that you could help other people create that voice, that freedom for themselves. Uh, Sarah Deanna is such an incredible young woman. I mean, her journey is just beginning in a lot of ways. But more importantly, she's probably lived right at this point more of a life than most of us. So she shares this in her upcoming book, Model Skinny. You know, she shares what this journey is like, her passion, her purpose. And what does it mean to share these five key secrets, you know, these models, uh, these secrets to what supermodel body skinny or otherwise means to you. She's done a lot of research. She's interviewed a lot of people. She's passionate about what she does. And we can't wait for this book to come out. Sarah, thank you so much again for joining me here today. Thank you. Thank you. Seriously. Self-aware. I love that you included this. This this idea. Let's I would love for you to share what this means in the context of your vision and your voice in bringing this book out to the public. Right. Self-awareness is the most important thing because if you're not self-aware of any of the other other keys that are in the book you can't possibly know. If you're, if you're not self-aware of the fact that you're not sleeping enough, you can't sleep better. Or if you're not aware that you have stress in your life, that you have all these things that are stressing you out. If you're not self-aware of what you're eating or, you know, of your exercise, your movements, like I said earlier with the housekeepers, self-awareness is the premier key. It really is the most important thing. And so... I realized, wow, models, we're the most self-conscious, self-aware people on the planet because we have to be. Because everything in our job, we're constantly scrutinized about everything. How do your hands look? How's your posture? How's this? How's that? You know, we have to know whether or not our face looks a certain way in this light or whatever. And so we really have developed this keen sense of self-awareness. And one of the perfect things that I can give anyone as just an easy takeaway is posture. We have such, most models have really, really good posture. You know, you can't go striding down the runway with a hunchback, you know, walk or whatever. And so just your posture alone, not only if you, right now, I think if anyone listening can just like take a deep breath and like hold your shoulders back and just feel that, what it feels like to have a really good posture, you automatically look thinner. It's been proven. 
And you're not only that, but you're stimulating your core, which means you're burning calories. It's a very easy little thing to implement that's it's huge. And every little act of self-awareness will extrapolate into all the other factors of your life and into the other keys that we discuss to help you develop this self-awareness. I want to ask you this question. What are you most self-aware about right now in your life? You. What am I most self-aware about in my yeah. life? Yeah, when you look at yourself right now, how do you describe uh, the Sarah Deanna today? I'm most self-aware of my emotions now. Wow. How something makes me feel. Mm. And I think if you listen to how something makes you feel, it's amazing because it will really guide you in what you're doing. In all, in all areas of your life, how can I give an example of this? Um... Well, let's talk about doing this show. You, ex- you, you said to me, this is one of your first interviews, and you were expressing how you felt about that. I was actually very impressed that you shared that with me. Aww. I mean, think about it. We so stuff our emotions. Right. We it's don't really want to say. Well, I want to I share something with you. I was equally nervous in interviewing you. Yay. I was. I was like, Wow. Look at who I get to interview. Not only was I nervous, you should be listening to Linda. You know, 15 different messages. Don't forget your interview. Don't forget your interview. You're ready for your interview. So you see how this works? Yeah. It's awesome. It really, and that just shows how everyone is, we're just all the same. We all have the same everything. All the same issues, all the same emotions. We all go through everything the same. And mm. it's, it's beautiful. Mm. You know, let's talk about emotions for a minute in terms of self-awareness, because I can only imagine what, it, what it's like to come from the industry that you've come from and the emotional roller coaster ride that, um, that um, young women. I mean, you've had to see some of the emotional highs and lows in that industry, right? Oh, absolutely. Mm. And, and it's, it's heartbreaking. And that's, again, just another reason why. I feel so compelled to do this and why it just makes me, it drives me mm. because I've, I've seen, I've seen like, I've heard girls crying and I'm like, what's wrong? And then the agency said they're fat, you know, and they don't know what to do. And that's, it, that's the biggest problem. Like I honestly, to be truly honest, I did not see in the times that I've been modeling, there are not that many cases that I've seen of girls with really severe issues. It's more just that not knowing what to do. And, and we're so confused today with everything that comes at us all the time. But it's just important to realize that a lot of it's just this really small little changes that you can make in your yeah. life. Yeah. I mean, it's got to be confusing because wasn't it, I, I, I can't remember now the details of it, but not too long ago, I thought there was an Italian agency or an Italian um, um, show or something where they were rejecting some of, the, some of the girls from coming out there because they were too thin. You know, they actually went public with that. Right. Uh, so it's got to be confusing for, uh, for girls these days to figure out how to be in that industry. So now let's, let's kind of fast forward that. And let's say, wow, if it's difficult for you guys that are getting a lot of information, Sarah, isn't it difficult for the rest of the world to figure this out? Absolutely. I think all of us are confused because there's <laughs> so much, there's too much information and it all contradicts everything and it's crazy. It re- <laughs> I couldn't agree with you more. 
I, I, you know, I, I'll tell you, I wake up some days and uh, I think to myself, okay, wait a minute. You know, let me try to figure this out. But some of the things you talk about in self-awareness is really going within. How important has that been for you? I think it's the most important thing. It really, mm-hmm. it really is. You have to know yourself in order before you can really make any change. You have to even know. For example, so many people are unhappy with their bodies, but they don't really know the body that they want. Mm. You know, they say, oh, I want to be skinny. Okay, well, what what do you mean by that? Like, skinny. Okay, there's so many degrees of that or whatever. Or I want to have an amazing body. Okay, what is an amazing body to you? Because it's different for everybody else. It is different. It is. And trying to figure it out. What do you think then? And this is my last question. So uh, first of all, let me tell you, it's been great having you on the show. I mean, it's amazing. I could just go on and on. But I know that you have a a personal message and I know uh, that you are on an incredible journey. So I want to thank you. I can't wait for the book to come out. Uh, I think you're going to be sensational uh, in the Hay House venues. What's your personal message? What would you like to leave all of us with today? I want to actually read something. So I want to say, by embracing your dream body, the one that makes you happy and healthy, you'll be modeling a positive message. This positive message will make you a super role model in your own right. Wow. Sarah, thank you so much. I hope you'll come back when the book comes out. Will you promise me you'll come back? We must do this again. You are lovely. All right. And so is she. And, you know, I just want to tell you, I did get very, very nervous about doing this interview today. Um, Sarah, thank you so much. I want to. Wow. Sarah Deanna, everybody, please go to hayhouse.com. Check it out. You'll be able to find out where she's going to be, the events she's going to be at. Uh, Check it out. This is a woman uh, with a passion on a mission and uh, out there to help all of us create a level of self-esteem, a level of confidence whether we're skinny or otherwise, and giving us some keys to make sure that we don't have to do it alone. Let's uh, say to everybody out there, create the life you desire. We'll see you next time on The Dr. Pat Show. your glow on at the 24th annual Northwest Women's Show, March 2nd through the 4th at the CenturyLink Event Center in Seattle. Don't miss three days of live broadcasting with Dr. Pat and some of her amazing guests. Stop by the booth and meet with Dr. Pat. And don't miss the Spirited Awakening Fair with Dr. Pat and friends Sunday, March 4th from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. Can't make it to Seattle? Catch our broadcast on TransformationTalkRadio.com. All right, everybody. We'll see you there.